Well, I hope that you have been aware of the fact that as a church for the month of August, we've been praying Psalm 91, verse 1. That's 911. So if you're in an emergency, you pray 911. And uh, hopefully you are praying that at 9 10 every day in the morning and at night. You've set your alarm, right? At 9 11 or 9 10, whatever, close around there, uh, so that you're setting your clock and you're praying that uh, we would abide in the secret place or the shelter of the Most High and that in that place we will rest. We will rest. And so that's what this psalm is about. I want to share with you the depth of meaning of this psalm that he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So if you will sit in the secret place of the Most High, you're going to dwell in in the shadow of His glory and in His midst. Now, what Psalm 90 is all about, Psalm 91 basically is a declaration or a covenant protection plan. And, and you've got to understand, Psalm 91 is a song. Obviously, many believe Moses wrote it. And he's speaking of the covenant with Israel. That if Israel would get a hold of this thing, you would fully comprehend the covenant protection plan that we would be in with God. It's guaranteed coverage. Sounds like an infomercial, doesn't it? Right? Covenant protection plan, guaranteed coverage, P91. You need to get the P91 coverage plan, right? Psalm 91. So the P91 coverage plan is this, that you're in covenant with God, and if you're in covenant with God, these things will take place. So you need to review Psalm 91. I need you to go through it. So I'm going to take you through the covenant protection plan. What's interesting about this protection plan is that God is uh, speaking completely as himself. He's the protector. He's not going to send someone else to do the job. He's not having something uh, cover you like Moses is going to do it for you or Aaron's going to do it for you. They help mediate, but this covenant coverage plan, the P91 plan, right, you got to get in this. The P91 plan has God himself. In fact, if you'll look through the scriptures, he says, I'm going to be your refuge and your fortress. Now, you're not hiding in a fort. You're not hiding in a castle. To be a refuge means he's going to be a shelter. He is your shelter. So those who dwell in the secret place of God, we know the secret place is Jesus Christ. He was hidden from all time till he came and brought salvation to us. The secret place is the revelation of Jesus. He's our refuge. He's our shelter. He is our fortress. It's God himself. Can somebody get excited about this? Say amen. Amen. God himself is your fortress. So let me ask you, can the enemy penetrate God's own nature? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So this protection plan, the P91 that I'm offering you today is God's own protection as your refuge and fortress. Secondly, he said, I will cover you with my pinions or my feathers and my wings. 
Now, uh, that's figuratively speaking. God is a spirit. No man has seen God the Father, right? He doesn't have wings and he doesn't flutter about. But what he's saying is, as a mother hen gathers, and as a mother hen broods over, as the spirit brooded over the deep. And so he promises to protect you with his winged coverage. What kind of coverage will you have with the P91 plan? You'll have wing coverage. You'll have close coverage. You'll be drawn in tight where you'll be in the secret place of God, sheltered by all problems. He says he will be your shield and your buckler. The P91 covenant plan has this in store for you, that God is going to be a shield. Now, a shield is something that you protect from fiery darts of the enemy, from the enemy trying to come and attack you. That's the shield. A buckler is the smaller, round, uh, uh, kind of a shield-type thing. So he's going to be both, because the shield is your defense, and you can bust and break through, but the buckler is one that goes to -to hand-to-hand combat, and God's going to be your hand-to-hand combat. And he's going to take that thing, and not only is he going to block things, but he's going to biff things. The P91 plan is aggressive. It's assertive. And he will move forward. The gates of hell are not going to prevail if you will abide in the P91 coverage. Are you with me? All right? And so that's what God is promising with this P91 coverage. He said, I'm your refuge. I'm your fortress. I'm your covering. I'm your shield. I'm your buckler. And I'm also going to send angels. And they're going to keep you from stubbing your toes and falling. And I'm going to commission them to be around you and to guard you. I'm your fortress. And they're your right and left flank. And they will follow you all the days of your life. Goodness and mercy are chasing after you as well. This is the P91 plan. Amen? Psalm 91. And that's what Moses is trying to say. Now, you can make this holy and righteous and oh, but what's really happening is it's a jam. It's a psalm that's saying, God has got you covered. P91 is the covenant plan. But this is the condition. See, you got to have some conditions here. You got to abide in the plan. See, so all this covenant plan of the P91, if, if, if you're not abiding in it, if you're not walking in it, then, then you're walking out from your coverage. Now, God's got you in your ignorance and in your foolishness, but for us to, to blatantly go forward against the P91 plan can cause us troubles. And again, this is a general declaration. It may not happen the same in everybody's life. And, and so there are times in life where, where we see someone who, who maybe passes away sooner than another and we're going like, hey, I thought this was a promise. This is a general declaration of what this plan coverage, but there is an individual life that God has set for you and a path for you. And he numbers your days and he knows the days. But the P91 plan is awesome because God is your protector. Now he goes on and he says, he identifies the enemies that the P91 plan will take care of. See, so uh, this is good. The P91 plan is good against the snare of the fowler. How many of you have seen a fowler lately? So what a fowler is, is someone who catches birds. Okay, that's what a fowler is. So a fowler is, old times, someone who set traps. That's what a snare is. 
So the P91 protection plan, covenant plan, is if you would abide, if you'll sit yourself in under the place of God's covenant, if you will sit there and abide there and rest in there, you will be set free from fear of being snared by a trap. See, if you start wandering off on your own paths. You've got to walk the path of the P91 plan. Does this make sense to you? His word is a light unto my feet, a lamp unto my path. You get off the trail, and the, guess who's there trying to snare you? Do we have an enemy of the soul? Do we have someone who's trying to trap you, trying to set traps for you, right? He can't make you sin. You decide to sin by your own flesh and by your own willful volition. So what he does is he sets traps. He sets temptations. Now, to be tempted is not to sin. You can be tempted. It's if you fall for that temptation and walk into it and sin. That is your own volition. Your flesh gives birth to sin, as James says, right? So if you follow the P91 plan, as Psalm 91 says, then you will resist all the snares of the fowler and you'll see the traps because you have your eyes set upon the one who's protecting you and he will guide you. The second thing the P91 plan will help you with is against deadly pestilence. We could use that, can't we? Deadly. What do you think that means? It'll kill you. This will kill you. And pestilence is what? It's disease. Pestilence is disease, but there's something interesting about pestilence. It is a disease that spreads, and it is a disease that infects. So if you stay in the P91 plan, you will not fall prey to spreading an infectious disease. And in the body of Christ, probably the most powerful spreading pestilence is gossip and slander. There's a disease that messes with the P91 plan. And if you're hiding close in God, and if you're under His wings, and you're drawing near to His Spirit, you'll have nothing to do with pestilence and disease. You're protected from it. So you don't want to enter into pestilence. You don't want to enter into spreading disease and discord. Paul says to mark those who cause discord. And so the P91 plan keeps you close to God so that you know what is a right attitude towards someone else. Whether you should join in in that conversation or not. Whether you want to increase pestilence or disease. Now, in Israel, as they're walking into the desert, they're getting this song from Moses saying, the P91 plan, you follow God, you obey the Lord, and we're not going to get sick and we're not going to have some disease come and infest this community. That's why God gave Moses purity laws. There were laws for purity in the covenant that Moses had given. And so if there was refuse, they were to bury it. It was to be outside the camp. If there were people who were lepers, they were to be set apart. If there was issues of blood or sores that were runny or pussy, there was treatment for all this stuff. Why? They didn't want deadly pestilence to infest the community and take it to the spiritual realm. The P91 plan will also help you avoid the pestilence that can infect a church or a community of believers. Amen. Amen? You with me on this? All right. Now, he not only, the P91 plan not only will help with this issue, it covers you day and night. 
And so the P91 plan goes on and it says this, He will keep you from pestilence that stalks in the darkness. So, stalking reminds you of what? What is some, What stalks? Hunters, right? It's prey and it's in darkness. So what is it doing? It's sneaking, it's hiding, it's a pestilence that's going to sneak up on you and if you don't know any better, it's going to bite you! It stalks in the darkness. In other words, it's undercover. It's undercover. And so this pestilence, this infectious disease, sometimes it's undercover. Do you know that, that there are infectious diseases that stay in the dark? They stay undercover. And what does the P91 plan point to? I, the whole coverage of the covenant plan says that you're to bring all things to the light. Keep everything in the light. Keep everything in the light. Has anybody here ever been stalked by pestilence undercover in darkness? Yes, you have. You should all have raised your hand just at that moment. Yes. Probably the worst pestilence that's happening is within us. Fear. Spirit of fear. Spirit of doubt. Spirit of anxiety. Spirit of apathy. It can stalk an entire group of people. We had a Wednesday night meeting here, I don't know, about six months, maybe eight months ago, and we were praying through very specific things. I remember three specific things, and I had an altar call for each of those three things, and we prayed for the one, I can't remember it all, and then we prayed for the second one, and the third one was a spirit of fear, and I was shocked at how many people came up, and people, this, this whole altar was packed, and as I was getting ready to pray for the spirit of fear, literally, I almost fell over. I thought someone pushed me. I fell back. I couldn't believe the presence of the spirit of fear that was on us as a people. That is a pestilence that's stalking us undercover. We're not speaking to each other about it. We're not talking about it. I don't know. Is there a spirit of anxiety over us? Is there a spirit of fear over us? Is there a spirit of apathy over us? Is there a spirit of dullness? I don't know. All I'm saying is that this is a pestilence that comes in undercover. And so at night, you must be careful as well. Isn't it amazing that for Moses in the P91 plan, covenant protection, God set a burning ember, a burning pillar of fire at night. You could be in the camp of Israel at night in the middle of the desert and you could walk around. You talk about a nightlight. Have to go to the bathroom at night, get outside the camp. You got a nightlight burning. God is burning over his people. That's the P91 protection plan. And so we've got to bring all of our fears, all of our thoughts, all of our anxiousness to the light of God. That's how you'll be protected. If, if, if you're hiding under his wing, you can't be hiding something under your wing. That's why we gathered together here, folks, so that we would confess our faults one to another, confess our sins one to another. Don't leave today. If there's something hidden in you, if there's something you're hiding, then bring it to somebody. Let someone pray with you, but bring it to the light. You'll break the power of that pestilence. Amen? Amen. It also talks about the terror of the night. Now, most Bible commentaries talk about the demonic that many people were really thinking that Moses was talking about the demonic aspect at night. How many of you are afraid of the dark? 
Wow, nobody's like nothing here. <laughs> terror by night. Why would he use the word terror? It's called night terrors. Anybody ever have a night terror where you wake up from sleep and you're going, ah! and you can't breathe, right? It's usually right when whatever was at lunged at you and you went, ah, and you woke up. Night terrors, all right? Has anybody ever been uh, walking outside or in a building at night and the lights are out, right? And you could swear someone's behind you? And then every scary movie you ever watched, the zombies are coming out from every corner in your mind, night terrors, right? How many of you remember when I was a kid, I, I grew up in a ranch house, as a kid. So ranches are long and our basement was just as long. And in our house, we didn't have modern, modern switches. We had that light bulb with the string. Yeah. Do you remember that? And so I had three light bulbs and you always kept the stair lights on. And then inevitably, your mother or father would shut it off while you're down there. And you knew you had to shut the lights off, but you were at the last one. And so you'd poise yourself ready because I have to run because when I hit that last string, it's dark, and all the terror comes out. So I remember poising myself, going. I'd hit the first one, run to the second one, hit the th miss the third one, come back, hit the third one, and it'd be black, and I had to run to the, and get the light on. As soon as you had the light on, everything was okay. How many of you covered your head with blankets? Right at night, you're scared in the dark. When you're a kid, right? But you put a cover over your head, everything's fine. Does that make any sense to you? <laughs> Makes no sense at all. You're afraid of some evil creature. And aren't we good in our imagination to, usually it's a human figure all disfigured. That's like the scariest thing, right? And, and we figured a sheet over our head. <laughs> the P91 plan will put God over your head. We'll put God as your covering. We'll put God as the light. We have got to become a people who are in the P91 plan, who walk in the light. We will not be afraid of the darkness nor the demonic powers that are operating in the darkness. This world is coming under a deluge of darkness. And the only light that's going to be on this planet is the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you better be in the P91 Covenant Protection Plan where you are going to be safe and strong from the terror by night. Put yourself in situations where you are ready to be a help because there's going to be a fear out there that men's hearts are going to fail them and they're going to wonder, why are you not afraid? You'll say, because I've got the P91 Protection Plan right here. Amen. That's nighttime. What about day? He says that he will protect you from the arrow of the day. Hmm. Arrows of the day. I, you know, I was thinking about this. You don't use archers at night, right? I mean, they can't see. So an archer is valuable in the daylight. And if someone's shooting arrows at you in the daytime, you can figure and count on one thing. He's aiming at you. Right? I mean, you only have so many arrows in your quiver. So when someone's shooting a bow and arrow, they are aiming at a target. But in the P91 protection plan, 
Psalm 91, it says that God is my shield and my buckler. So the enemy is aiming an arrow at my heart. He's trying to shoot me. He's been watching me. He's been observing me during the daytime because it's light. He's been watching how I act. How many of you know that there are familiar spirits? You ever hear that term, familiar spirits? All right, that's the demonic realm. And in the demonic realm, just as God has put angels to escort you through life and to care for you, the enemy has put the demonic around you as well. They're familiar spirits because it's their job and their assignment to watch you. There are, in fact, a group of angels designated as watchers. And so these demons watch. And what they do is they observe. Why would they observe you? you, Why would your enemy observe you? See your weaknesses. Right? So if they know where your weakness is, they can then what? Take aim. But if I'm hidden in Christ... If I'm hidden under the wings of God and in His protection, then He can't see my weakness because God covers me in my weakness. Amen? And that's when I am weak, Paul said, I am made strong. Just when the enemy thought he had me, (laughs) just when he thought he had Paul shipwrecked and killing him in the ocean, God had told him, you're not going to die. And he had faith. And he redirected that entire boat and saved everybody on it. Just when you think you're at your worst, and Paul's going, oh God, take this thorn out of my flesh. And God said, oh no, 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 no. This is working good for you, buddy. (laughs) This thorn in the flesh is causing you to write the gospel. Right? And so there are times we have struggles and we have trials, but under God, you're covered. And even if an arrow gets through, sometimes God will let it get through just to get your attention and to get you dependent on Him in the P91 coverage. Is that okay? You understand that? All right. Now also in the day, it says the destruction at noonday. Destruction at noonday. Now, uh, when I looked up that term destruction, it means the waste at noonday or a storm. A storm of destruction. And so the P91 plan will be a shelter in a time of a tornado or a hurricane when the enemy comes in like a flood, Isaiah says. The Spirit will set up a standard against it. That's the P91 protection plan. That's the covenant protection plan. God says the enemy may come in. Storms will come, but I am your fortress. I am your shelter. I will set up a standard against it. It doesn't mean that we're not going to run into trouble. It means that when we're in trouble, He's there for us. Because He needs a testimony in the trouble. He needs a people to go through the trial to bring people out of that trial. Amen? That's how Nebuchadnezzar bowed down to the Lord Jehovah when he saw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego go through the fire and a fourth man came into that fiery furnace as one as the Son of God. And finally, I found it interesting reading about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Nebuchadnezzar said, call them to come out. So obviously, they were fine in. Isn't that kind of funny? you got to tell them, all right, that's enough in there. Get out. Come on. Because no one could go in and get them. You go in and get them and you're toast. 
That's what I'm talking about, the P91 protection plan. That's what Moses is singing about. That's what he's shouting about. He's our shelter. He's our fortress. That disaster that came, you can find coverage in the middle of that disaster. And people go, what's going on? And Nebuchadnezzar said, call them out. i got to talk to them. So he pulled them out of that situation, and they didn't even smell of smoke or fire. And he knelt. here's the amazing thing. He fell on his face. King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his knees and worshipped their God. Why were they in the fiery furnace? Because they wouldn't fall on their knees before Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, come on. Don't you understand? Who wants the P91 plan? Come on. Come on. That is awesome. Now, that's what the plan covers, and he talks you through it. What are the results that are going to happen? Now, again... Moses is boasting. Moses is just putting it out there because he's gathering a people in the desert that are going to have to become an army. First of all, they're slaves. Now he's got to train them to be warriors. And so he says, the P91 covenant protection plan will, say, will do this for you. A thousand will fall at your side. That's a, lot of, that's a heap of people right over here. First of all, I don't want them that close to me. Then he multiplies it. This is, this is covenant multiplication. You'll see it over and over from 1,000 to 10,000, right? It's not addition. When you got God, this thing starts to multiply. 10,000 at your right hand because the right hand is the saving hand, right? And once Jesus died, was buried, rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God. The right hand is the saving arm of God. And so the saving arm of God is going to put 10,000 falling at your side. So I have to figure there's 1,000 on this side and 10,000 on that side. That's a good protection plan. You know why? Because all you have to do is go like this. Just spin around and at your right hand you got 360, right? All right, that was a joke. Okay. He said, you will see your enemy's defeat. And he goes on and he says, you will tread on the lion, the young lion, and the adder or the asp or the, the uh, serpent. And so, does anybody know who roars like a lion? The enemy. Does anybody know who slithers like a snake and a serpent? And where does he belong? Under our feet. You're going to tread on him. You're going to tread on him. And so, again, here's the thing. The enemy's taking aim. The enemy is setting traps. The enemy is all around us. Has anybody experienced this in life? Okay. All right. So, you need to draw in. And he specifically says the P91 covenant protection plan is for those who dwell. Those who sit in that place. So you need to, again, be in the place of your covenant protection in Christ Jesus, watching in Him and being protected by Him. And if you will, the enemy will be under your feet and you will progress and you will go forward and move. Now, what happens, I love this, if you look at Psalm 91, the P91 protection plan, you will see 
that in verse 14, the last three verses, 14, 15, and 16, the whole plan is being laid out by Moses. He's telling you what this covenant protection plan includes. Then in verse 14, God can't hold back. God speaks in this psalm. God begins to speak. It becomes first person. So the covenant protection plan through Psalm 91 is saying, you, you, if you'll do this, if you do that, if you do this. And then in, in verse 14 he says, because he who, folds, he who holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. So that, this guarantee, you've got the infomercial by Moses, but then God shows up and says, this is my personal guarantee. I am personally guaranteed that if you commit to me, I'll deliver you. Amen. And he put himself on the line with this. God, in fact, bought and paid for the P91 covenant protection plan with his own blood. Acts 21 says that God purchased the church with his blood. How did God get blood? God's a spirit. How did God get blood? Anybody know how God got blood? Jesus. Right? The Word became flesh. He uh, took on human likeness as a man. And therefore, His blood, being born of a virgin, was spotless because it was never tainted by the sin of Adam. Was pure and spotless. And so God's blood purchased this plan for you. And so God in Psalm 91 says, I guarantee it. I am putting myself in this thing. That's how much God is here for us. He says, if you'll commit to me, I will deliver you. If you know my name, what's his name? What's the name that he elevated above all names? Jesus. He said, if you know my name, I'll protect you with that name. He says, when you call on me, what? I will answer. Now, Psalm 91 says, The Lord Most High. He who dwells in the shelter of the Lord Most High. Right? That is El Elyon. El Elyon is the Lord Most High. And it is a reference to the rising God. The God that rises. Does that sound familiar to you? In the Old Testament, they wouldn't have gotten that. He's the God that ascends above all other gods. He's the God that is above all other gods. But it becomes much more personal, doesn't it, when you talk about El Elyon, the God who rises, to be whom? Jesus Christ, who rose from the dead. But Jesus didn't just rise from the grave and rise from the planet. He rose into heaven. But His stature in heaven actually rose above all other names that God has. For it is a name that is above all other names. It's above Jehovah Rapha. It's above Jehovah Nisi. It's above Jehovah Tzitkanu. It's above all other Jehovah names because it is Jehovah Yahshua, God's salvation. It's the name in which all God's love ascends above all other things. In the Old Testament, they knew Him as holy. In the New Testament, His holiness met at the cross with His love and grace. And that name ascends and transcends so that if you want to know the highest name of God, God is love. God is Jesus. And the P91 protection plan is given to you with His promise. He goes on to give the guarantee in the P91 plan. He says, I will be with you in trouble. 
I will rescue you. And then I was stunned by this. I will honor you. Whoa. Put on the brakes. Whoa, wait a minute. You'll honor me? I'm a wretch. I'm a sinner. I, I, I can't even appear in your sight except by the blood that you've given me. How is it that you would honor me? And we become trophies of his grace. We become vessels of honor. Because you have now been cleansed from your sin by the blood of Jesus. And the P91 plan is great because the download is in you. Not only are you protected under him, you are protected because he is now in you. And he will honor you as a child of God. Does a parent honor their children? I don't know about you, but our goal as husband and wife, my wife and I, our goal is always to give our children a better life than we had. How many of you have heard that? How many of you tried that, right? Uh, I want them to succeed. I pour into them, and I honor my children, and I want them, of course, what's supposed to reciprocally happen, they're to honor their mother and father, right? All right? We honor God, but the love of God is amazing that as even we honor Him, He wants to honor us. He wants us to be sons of God. He wants us to walk in the power and the anointing as Jesus had. Isn't that awesome? He said, this is his guarantee for the P91 covenant plan. I'll be with you in trouble. I'll rescue you. I will honor you. Did he honor Israel? Did he make Israel above all other nations? Yes. And he's not done with them yet. In fact, after all this time, Paul tells us in Romans 11 that Israel will be saved when they see Jesus return, and God is going to establish and fulfill what he gave in all his promises. That's honoring his word to a people that he honors. Isn't that amazing? He said, I will satisfy you with long life, and I will show you my salvation. And that salvation, brothers and sisters, is not just, you've got to understand the depth of that word. In the Greek, it's sozo. The depth of this salvation is not, someday I'm going to go to heaven. That's what evangelical Christianity has reduced the word salvation down to. Simply, someday when I die, I'm going to heaven. That has so minimized the power of this covenant This covenant protection plan is everything that I just shared with you. Salvation means that you will be healed, you will be delivered, you will be made whole, you will have a sound mind, you will be restored. All the fullness of life is what salvation means. And he said, I'm going to show you that. I'm going to manifest that. I'm going to demonstrate that for you. That, (coughs) brothers and sisters is the P91 covenant protection plan. That's Psalm 91. Any takers? Anybody want it? Anybody want it here this morning? Do we have anybody that would like to have this plan? All right. All right. Good. Good. Sold! Here's what you need to do. You need to abide in the secret place or the shelter of the Most High. How do you get there? You confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior confessing your sin, confessing that He died for your sinfulness, and through His death and His blood, He washes you clean so that He can then download His nature into you, and you are now in the covenant protection plan. That's Psalm 91. Amen?
Let's bow our heads this morning. Father, we thank You today for the ministry of Your Holy Spirit. God, I thank You that we are protected. I thank You that You have given Your life for us. You purchased us with Your life. Therefore, how could You lose us? How could You leave us? You invested Yourself in us. Therefore, You are with us, in us, and through us to finish what You started. I pray right now that in this house, everyone will begin to understand the covenant protection plan of God. Father, I pray that we will stay close to You. And that as a church, Lord God, we will continue to pray through this month, morning and night, Psalm 91. And that as a church, Lord God, we'll put the enemy under our feet and we will rise in the power of this covenant and be healed and strengthened. If you agree with that this morning, say amen.